In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Yeah. 
Mr. Martian, Space Jam Jardins. I want this shit forever. Wake up and smell the garden. Fresher than the harvest. Step up to the target. If I have one guess, then I guess I'm just New Orleans. And I will never stop like I'm running from the cops. Hopped up in my car and told my chauffeur to the top. Life is such a fucking roller coaster, then it drops. But what should I scream for? This is my theme park. Now I'm falling asleep and she's calling a cab while he's having a smoke and she's taking a drag. Now they're going to bed and my stomach is sick and it's all in my head. But she's touching his chest now. He takes off her dress now. folks that is automatic chills so bad it's good with ryan bailey this is ryan bailey welcome to your monday episode we are doing this whole thing we call a week once again let us make it the best week possible if we can i know it's stressful i know the holidays are coming down hard for some people that's good for some people that's bad and there is room for both right uh, that's why I I, I I wanted to set a vibe today. That's why I started with a long December, Counting Crows. You know now it's a tradition on this show. Uh, Counting Crows means the world to me ever since I was a kid. And a long December is just one of those songs. I have, I've lived out in Los Angeles, God, so long now. And I would play that song December 1st, man. That would always be first. And there's a line in the song about you know, driving up in the hills, and I'd be like, holy shit, I'm in the hills, I'm in Hollywood, baby, and I would drive around getting bummed out to that song, and that's why I only played a minute of it, because I didn't want to bum you guys out, and then I switched it to an equally great song, Mr. Brightside, mixed with Lil Wayne, Drake, Eminem, all the greats, (laughs) and uh, so you got a mixture of both, which by the way, that's kind of what this show is, it's just a weird mixture, it's a bouillabaisse, if you will, if you don't like mashups like I tell you all the time, just consult the handy time code chart, and it'll tell you to skip that song. It's probably about six minutes in. You can skip right to it and just skip to this babbling. If you don't like this babbling, you can skip right to Sophie Russ, or you can skip to the very end, which I'm going to be playing the entire A Long December song, um, a live version, if you will. But uh, I think, to me, A Long December is an amazing holiday song. And you're like, Ryan, it's depressing as hell. But that is what the holidays are sometimes, right? 
you know, there's the holly jolly Christmas and there's all that fun stuff. But the holidays, there is... There is something to be said that the holidays are, you know, the wrap-up of a year, the the taking into account of what we've just been through and hoping that this next year will be better than this current one. And, and this year, by the way, has been better than the year before, so hopefully 2022 is going to be better than 2021. And so those sad songs, sometimes actually they hype me up. They get me excited, right? You know, and also if you feel sad, that's also like good because it means you're feeling something, right? Um, but I, to me personally, a long December is one of my favorite songs to bum out to, uh, County Crows is great for so many songs to bum out to, but especially in December, you're not going to find a better depressing song. Um, in fact, there's also in January, the first year of the show, you guys, I think all the episodes are still on there. If you ever want to go back and chart the progress or the lack thereof of my progress in the last two years, I remember the first January of the first year, um, it was before COVID. I came back and I shared with you guys when I was a kid, the other song, like a little kid, I remember hearing on my parents' radio, like on an AM station driving around Kansas, there was this artist, Dan Fogelberg, and he has a song called Same Old Lang Syne, you know, Old Lang Syne, the, the New Year's song. And it's this song that incorporates that that song, the New Year's song, like, may old acquaintance be forgot, da, da. but then it also is like the song about a guy on um, Christmas Eve going into a grocery store and bumping into a former lover and reminiscing about the past and how the years had been hard as hell. And I remember as a kid, like this is a, I shit you not, like I was a kid, like eight years old, didn't have a girlfriend and like didn't even like didn't even know what that was. But in my head, I was like, someday I will bump into a former lover in a grocery store and we will sit in a car and cry about the years. <laughs> I love, like I was almost setting, I was almost vision boarding my eventual pain, you know? I mean, we all do that. Has anybody done that in the holidays though? Do you ever catch up with your exes or something? You know, I was thinking about that. I I, uh, I haven't talked to my ex in a bit and I was like, do, it's the holidays. It's the, do you... Do I reenact my same old anxiety, you know? And there's something that's scary about that, right? But, you know, I don't know. These are all the thoughts that are in my head. Therefore, you have to hear about them. But that's why I love music, right? I always say that. The soundtrack to our lives. Just like we are so lucky to have our TV, right? I just got done with a great night of television. And that is my life, is watching great nights of television now. But we're so lucky. We had the season finale of Succession. And somebody wrote on Instagram today that I should do a whole episode about Succession. I know you guys, a lot of you guys don't watch it, which I totally get. But I think I might, actually. You it, Don't be surprised if I just kick out an extra episode just about Succession, because I love it so much. The theater geek in me, the acting geek in me, it hits all the buttons. And it's just operatic. It's beautiful. The writing, the acting, it's everything I geek out on. There's a lot of housewives in it, too. It's just very highfalutin. It's a billionaire class of housewives, if you will. Uh, so we had the season finale of that. And I'm, I'm going to miss it so much. It's going to be off the air for like a year now. Uh, curb Your Enthusiasm. Real House was in Salt Lake City tonight. You guys, Jen Shaw, we finally got to see her in action, uh, making her excuses. Uh, her and Coach Shaw prayed over Popeye's chicken. Um, and I, I, I've i said this so many times, is that we have gotten so comfortable with lying. You know, we've gotten so comfortable. And I'm sorry, 
Um, I know Jen Shaw is a fun person. I've enjoyed her very much, the little I've gotten to know her. But she is guilty as sin. You know, we, we've talked about... By the way, it wasn't allegedly Bravo who were on Friday. They were amazing. But whether I talk to them or the Bravo docket or you can even do your own research, you'll see how guilty she is. And it's so bizarre that we are... The TV, like she's using this as an ad to try to get sympathy and to try to prove her case. But there isn't a case. She's actually almost disavowing Stuart, her lackey that we've seen for the last season and a half where she said nothing but great things and how, you know, she's he's his right. He's her right hand man. Um, and now we've seen her disavow Stuart of like, I don't know, like he had other businesses. I don't know. But he was your main assistant. OK, Jen, like Jen crying fake tears by the way if you look at that you do you'll see no tears in her scene telling heather all of this stuff and and heather i mean it's just weird it's weird on so many accounts it makes heather look bad it makes all her friends look bad but it also makes her even look even worse because she's allowing her friends and her family and her family to look stupid and you know liars will always do something where they distract and confuse right we know the playbook whether it be politics, whether it be reality shows, whether it be our own personal lives, distract and confuse. And that's what Jen's doing. So Jen is crying about how dare they point a gun at my son, which is horrifying. I'm not like that is horrifying, but we have to look at how we got there. She committed a very severe crime that Homeland Security got involved. Uh, There are ways like she's trying to distract and confuse. And the thing is, her son should be livid. Her son should be livid at his mom, you know, that his mom put them in a situation like this. And, you know, it doesn't mean you can't love somebody and be wildly ashamed and disappointed and that this person will have to serve their time. Um, but I will find it fascinating if she ever admits any kind of frame of guilt and we'll get to see in February, but I was, I was talking to, I did like an hour and a half Patreon episode with my, my good friend, Meditza Lopez, where we're, we recap Real Houses of Miami, but the first hour of this that I just about to put out tonight is just us bullshitting. And we talked about this where I said, it's really wild that this is where we're at in the state of pop culture, where I... I looked, I was like, ooh, Jen Shaw's trial starts in February. And I was looking forward to it like I was looking forward to a new TV show. Like, ooh, the new season of Jen Shaw trial is going to be on in February. That's going to be good. Like, that's how it is. It's turned into entertainment. How wild is that, right? I mean, that's what, it's like everything is merging into one. Do you guys feel that ever? I just find it wild. Um, Also, I got to tell you guys, I am, I think, Elisa Barlow stan now but a reluctant one, and just because she's batshit, the way she speaks, the, all of it's iconic. Um, also, Real Housewives of Orange County, I'm love, love, loving it. Uh, I will The full recap that I have done will be out on Tuesday's episode with a special guest. Um, not for the recap portion, that'll be solo, but there'll be a special guest beforehand, and I'm very excited to release that because I got to tell you guys, like I said on Friday, loving OC. By the way, I was going to do that recap on Friday. I did not feel good, but thankfully, I feel good right now. So it was smart that I didn't blow out my voice so I can talk with you guys all week. Um, How are you? I didn't even get to ask how you guys are. Did you have a good weekend? Was it good? Was it bad? I want to hear all about it. Um, But also, uh, if anybody has the case of the Mondays, don't. Like, it. you know, we are just so close to some vacation time. I feel it. And hopefully you, whether you like your families or you don't like your families, there's going to be something this holiday season that I think is going to knock you off your coal mining asses. That is my prediction from me to you. 
And got to tell you, folks, I'm the bad boy of podcasting. I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to I am going to create an opportunity, even if I have to commit a crime to have you have the best damn holiday of your life. I swear to God, you guys, I, I just watch so much good TV that I'm jazzed. I'm not I'm I'm tired as a dog and I'm excited right now. I'm excited to talk to you guys. So today, of course, Sophie Ross, we have a very long ranging discussion from Sex in the City. We do do a spoiler alert. I want to. But at this point, if you guys don't know, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, honestly, don't know what to tell you. That shit is out there big time, but we are going to talk about it. I have a lot of thoughts about Sex in the City. And I got to, I mean, there's even stuff I didn't get to talk about, Sophie. I'm going to be talking about Sex in the City, I think, probably a lot because it's just wild. I do think, I do think, I mean, care, you know, the big Peloton plotline put aside. I'm still cringing over Carrie asking Mr. Big to like, do you masturbate, Mr. Big? Can I watch it? Can I see it? And then he's like, of course I do. Let me get out of my lube. I'm not a young man anymore. I don't just wildly chafe my penis. I use bedside table lube. And I, I mean, I was, it's like when your parents start like touching each other, you're like, oh, like, <laughs> um, so we talk about that. We talk, I mean. We talk about the Summer House trailer. We talk Vanderpump Rules. Um, it, it, um, it, it, uh, it, it's, it's, I think, a very funny, weird episode, as we usually do. Um, of course, remember, there's going to be some commercials in the middle. If you listen, that's great. I appreciate it. If you even check it out, that's amazing. Use my offer code. That always helps. Um, that kind of stuff uh, really does help. I start the, all, I start every week thanking you guys. It's really cool that uh, I get to do this. It is all because of you, all the guests I'm getting. Uh, of course, I have help with Sandra, who's reaching out, but I don't think we would be able to get them if people weren't listening, and, and those people are you. Um, also, I didn't get to talk about a couple news stories um, in with Sophie. I wanted to mention these really quick. Now, I had talked earlier in the week uh, on some podcast, maybe it was mine, I get so confused which podcast I'm on, if it's mine or not. But I talked about Travis Scott. Um, of course, this is a make or break. I, I, You know, Drake and Kanye were performing. I think I talked about this on the Friday episode. And I said, I had a feeling that they might try to bring out Travis Scott. And they didn't. And I said the other thing. I said, because um, if they brought him out, I think that would be a great, like, okay, Travis is going to be okay. He's going to get back on his feet. And I don't, I don't personally think he should be getting back on his feet for a long, long time. But that's not for me to decide. But just studying pop culture, I said that would be a huge vote of confidence if you had two of the biggest musical stars alive right now to bring him out. And they didn't. But the thing that I said on Friday, I said he also is headlining Coachella 2022. And they had not dropped him yet. And I said, if... Coachella goes ahead and says he can still headline and just beefs up security. That's another thing. They will be, Travis will be back in action. So today, morning news broke. Here's the headline from Deadline Hollywood. Any plans Travis Scott has to return quickly to the stage following his disastrous Astroworld Festival in Houston are clearly in trouble. Reports have surfaced that Scott has been removed from his headlining slot at the 2022 Coachella Music and Arts Festival. He was announced in January 2020, but that edition of the festival was postponed. Scott was the headliner in early November at his own Astroworld event, which partnered with Live Nation. Um, this poorly managed concert saw nine people die and hundreds injured in a crowd-crushing incident. 
Scott will reportedly receive a kill fee for his involuntary Coachella removal. So that means he still gets paid a kill fee. So, you know, contracts have these kind of negotiations in it. So don't feel bad for Travis. He'll be getting paid for not having to headline. But, you know, of course, I'm sure he would have wanted to headline. Uh, This annually, this festival, you guys, is one of the biggest in the world. It draws 125,000 people. It is already sold out. Uh, Like I said, I've gone to like 12 Coachellas in my day. And uh, I got to tell you, even before any of this, Travis Scott, you guys know, like I'm just not a fan. I'm not a huge fan. My ears can't hear him for some reason, even though I know he's insanely popular. So I wasn't even really that excited for him as a headliner. Um, But a change.org petition uh, calling for Scott's removal from Coachella had gathered nearly 60,000 signatures. A bigger problem for Scott are the hundreds of lawsuits he's facing from the Astro World debacle. Um, also, in related development, Anheuser-Busch is pulling Scott's hard seltzer brand, Cacti. Quote, after careful evaluation, we have decided to stop all production and brand development of Cacti Agave Spike Seltzer. Anheuser-Busch said in a statement on Friday, we believe brand fans will understand and respect this decision. I love how they call it brand fans. Brand fan. I'm a brand fan. So we're living in such a weird world, you guys. Uh, that, that So that's news. And then uh, I thought this was interesting if you guys, and especially because I have a lot of people that are internet towns like I am, but you guys are much better at it than I am, um, is that West Side Story, the Steven Spielberg remake of the musical. Here, I hear it's truly an amazing, stunning achievement. No joke there. But it's disappointing box office, you guys. It did not light the box office on fire like they had hoped, even though I personally always think musicals are such a hard sell. Musicals are so specific, you know, and it's hard to teach kids to appreciate that stuff. Um, I want to see this. I'm a musical fan. And Stephen Sondheim, by the way, who just passed away, and I didn't get to do a tribute to him like I had I had planned. And he did have a... Uh, he meant a great deal to me uh, being a theater geek. And I even did one of his uh, musicals, Into the Woods, which was just a great achievement for me in high school. I think we all do a Stephen Sondheim musical at some point. But he's just a damn genius. But um, they're reporting that... Uh, this is from the Daily Mail, my paper of choice... Uh, that they are disappointed in the box office. And the thing, though, that we need to talk about at some point, and we're not going to get this fully right now, so it, it took in a disappointing $10.5 million, despite a $100 million budget and rave reviews, which, by the way, $100 million for a musical is just too much. You're just not going to make the money back even with Steven Spielberg. But they are potentially trying to, if something bombs or something doesn't do well, they always try to find a reason why. And you don't want to say it's the musical, even though it could be the musical. A lot of people are pointing to the fact that the lead is the male actor Ansel Elgort. And Ansel Elgort, which a lot of people, this kind of got hushed, but this has been brought up a lot more lately. He had had a lot of accusations uh, thrown at him Um, And this was after he was cast in West Side Story. He was also in the movie Baby Driver. There was a lot of uh, sexual uh, misconduct allegations from people he had met uh, in DMs on Instagram and fans and things of that nature. And you can look into some of these articles. Just type in Ansel Elgort allegations and it should come up. Um, But especially in the Me Too era and also the Army Hammer era, uh, this is just wild. And when... You put somebody in charge of a $100 million movie and this is the male lead, you damn well better make sure this guy doesn't have a lot of skeletons in his closet. You're like, Ryan, that's impossible. We all have skeletons. Of course we do. But, you know, I think 
a good one not to have is to have, you know, potential allegations of sexual misconduct thrown uh, towards you from multiple women, you know? So I would say pay attention to that story. I, I wonder if that's going to get any more traction. Um, and uh, yeah, so that is it. <laughs> By the way, that, I wanted to end on a positive note that uh, everybody's loving that. Um, and uh, and also, this is interesting. I'm seeing a lot more UFO sightings. I know this is a you didn't think I was going to go there, but like I, the Daily Mail and TMZ, there there is a string of like, are we about to get visited or like just taken over by aliens? I'm seeing so many like new alien videos. Is anybody else seeing all this stuff? If you like track all the the, it's just it's weird, man. It's weird. Hey, man, it's weird. I don't know what's going on out there, dude. Um. Okay, that is it, you guys. Let's get right into Sophie. And then, of course, afterwards, if you want to bum out with me, we're going to listen to another version of A Long December. Full. <laughs> full cut, baby. We're, uh, no cuts. We're just going to listen to the whole song all the way through. And just picture me silently sobbing, driving around the hills of Los Angeles during December. And uh, I think that's pretty cool. So without further ado, let's get into the week. Let, Like I said, let's make this a great week. We got this. We got this. Five more days till glory, till the weekend. And here we go. Um, by the way, we do talk a little bit about sports in this because Sophie's watching the Cincinnati Bengals game during this. So without further ado, here she is, the one, the only Sophie Russ. Welcome to another holiday edition of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your Monday episode. We have a week and a half more till I don't know. It's 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 we're getting to the finish line of all of this. Oh, there's something huge that just happened. I'm on with our normal Monday co-host. Uh, she is repping the Cincinnati Bengals, which is a sports team, and I guess they just what it was. Sophie, no. sorry, I'm gonna what did it, they just win? What happened? It's they're playing the 49ers right now. They're in the fourth quarter. They've been down the entire game and they actually have a chance of winning if they can just score a touchdown right now. Um, and they what? just got a first down. They haven't scored a touchdown, but they just got a big first down. And I'm wearing my lucky. Vintage. It's not real vintage, but it's like made to look vintage Bengals sweatshirt. Oh, wow. This is huge. So it's, this is a, a afternoon game for the Bengals. They usually. Yeah, it's a late one. Wow. I know sports now. So this is huge for the audience as well. We're very excited. You're such uh, a shock. I know. Wow. Is this, is this weird? <laughs> am, I, am I a typical bro now? You're hey, your job, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I got on TikTok this week for the first time, by the way. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. It's really exciting. I really, it's it's a whole nother thing to be obsessed by. Um, let's just get right into it because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And there is something, and I, and I do want to, anything that we talk about today, just consider this one big spoiler alert. Like, I don't want to upset anybody. I don't want to like, but just if you are we talking about sex in the city. Yeah, we're going to talk about yes, sex in the yes. city, if that's OK with everybody. And if you don't, I I just I don't want to ruin something. You just for have you. to watch it at this point. It got spoiled for me because it came out at midnight on Thursday. And I was like, oh, my God, I really want to stay up and watch it or whatever. But I like didn't. I was like, I'll just watch it tomorrow. Whatever. Uh-huh. Ah! Sorry. Another another good catch. <laughs> Sorry. They're probably going to end up losing. Knock on wood. They don't. But, um, what, if you're anyway, so- what if you're despondent for the rest of the podcast? I know I'm going to be sad, but it's fine. I'm like used to it. I'm used to the sadness, but, um, so sex in the city. So I like woke up on Thursday morning and I had to work. I had to like go into the office. So I couldn't like sit down and watch sex in the city. And, um, 
I had it all spoiled for me on Twitter, like the moment I woke up. Yeah, but you know Twitter. You know Twitter. You know it's going to be I know, but I was just surprised it happened so quickly, the spoilers. I was like, can you give me at least like 24 hours, please, just a day, like for those of us that had to go into the office, like, oh my God. So I was like kind of an... Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Okay, but now it's it's tied. It's tied. So it's not a win yet. It's a tie at the moment, but I'm so excited. That means both teams are equally good right now. They are both equally good on that field. Wait, I love how I contain such multitudes. I like Sex in the City and I watch football. Uh, uh, hey, your guy has the dream girl right now. Am I, I know, right? I'm such a pick me. Wait, wait, why isn't your guy with you watching this game? Oh, because um, we both had to clean our apartments, basically. We were just like slobs all is that way. Is that like, code for something? Cleaning up? No, no, we wait, were. Wait, is that wait? Is that like soaking, Sophie? We yeah. Our we soaked, yeah. we soaked all over the place. No, we both we were just kind of slobs all weekend. And then I was like, I haven't showered. I woke up this morning. I was like, I haven't showered since Friday. Oh, Jesus. So Sophie, yeah, so I was like, I need to go home and shower and clean and stuff. And yeah, and then are you guys bringing out the worst we, in each other? No, we're just the same in that we like to chill and like snack and watch movies. He had never. Oh, we saw House of Gucci yesterday. He loved it. Oh, loved I it. still haven't seen it. Oh my god, so good! And then I was like, if you like, if you like Lady Gaga's performance here, may I offer you the a Stars Born? Born? Yes. Never seen it. He was like, I don't like musicals. And I was like, this isn't the kind of like where they bust out randomly into song. It's like, they're all like, it's part of like, yeah. you know, they're rock stars. God, hey, hey, got to take a look at you. I yeah, wait, every time he, because you know, he says it twice in the movie. Yeah. Both times I was like, I just want to take another look at hey, you. I and then I looked at my boyfriend and I was like, <laughs> that's a favorite line. And he was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then I like when he's in that, when he's. When she's in the bathtub, he's like, you're fucking ugly. You're fucking ugly. Yeah, he was like, you know what? Fucking you're ugly. Jackson, Maine. Maybe let the old ways die. Uh, and then when he, <laughs> when he takes out, like, the pills and he smashes it with his boot and then snorts it, that's, like, yeah, pretty yeah. cool, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, that's and, awesome. You know what my favorite song is also from that movie? What? When the sun goes down. down. And the band won't play. I'll always remember <laughs> us this way. Okay, sorry. I like I like her song from Saturday Night Live appearance where oh, Ali, yeah. Ali Baldwin's like once again, Ali. He was like, ladies and gentlemen, Ali. <laughs> Ali. And then he's like, why? She's like, wait. Why you look so good in them jeans? Like, how does it go? <laughs> No, but, Hair, body, face. But guys, for for in Los Angeles when that movie was released, they really had the billboard that said Alley. Like they have the billboard in the movie, and they had that on Sunset Boulevard. And I would drive like the first time I I drove down Sunset Boulevard just to see it, and I screamed like I was like ah ah like I was like, getting into a wreck in front of the alley because I was so excited. You were like, ladies and gentlemen, Alley. Once again, Ali. Uh, <laughs> okay, so okay, now we've if if you didn't want to hear the sex of the city, ah! ah! what happened? 
Okay, I'm the guessing. 49ers. The, I'm sorry, I'm updating you guys because I'm I'm watching it. It's just on the background. I'm sorry, I can't control my emotions sometimes. More like more like the 69ers. Hey, hey. 69ers, am I right? Bro. Um, so they just they were you know trying to get into field goal range, which would win them the game because there are only 30 seconds left, so we wouldn't even have a chance to score again. But they just fumbled, and the Bengals <laughs> covered the ball. Um, but let's see. It might not count. I'm not sure. We'll see. I'm nervous. Okay. Anyway, what were you saying? Okay. So basically let's just rip the bandaid off. Mr. Big dies on a Peloton. Like he literally, he's like excited for his like thousandth ride with some makeup, like girl Allegra. And he's like, Hey, I'm not going to go see this dance performance of your fucking friend's kid. And then he's all psyched. And by the way, you know, if you don't know watching the first episode, it's coming. It's like, there's these multiple scenes where it's like, Hey, Carrie, why don't you help with the salmon? And he's like, don't oversalt it. Hey, don't oversalt it. And then when he, then Carrie asks him like, Hey, big, do you masturbate? Will you masturbate in front of me? And then they bring up his nitroglyceride pills. Like, Oh, your, your heart pill is right there. And then like, they, they set up all these kind of little yeah. things about Wait. that. Remember when she's leaving for the first time, like for the last time, I mean, when she's yeah. going to the recital and he's like, I just want to take another look. At <laughs> yeah, he did kind of. He, he did, literally like, did. And that's why, by the way, if you don't want to die, never take a lo- lasting look at your loved one. Don't do that. You've like sealed your fate. But yeah. And by the way, I kind of heard rumors about Big's death for the last year. And like, that's the only way in my head I thought they would find a way to like do this anyway. So I wasn't. Oh, darn it. Sorry. Uh oh. Did they yeah. take a look I, at you and then die? Yeah. The Bengals? They, just took, they just took another look at me. Um, yeah, they're probably going to lose at this point. Okay, I'm sorry for all the interruptions. No, no, no. This is this is exactly how life is. Um, no. So first off, Sex in the City. I okay. We got. I do want to talk about this for a second. Did you like the two episodes they released? I loved it. I, I honestly too. Did. I know. I don't. It was nostalgic. Like I, I was frustrated at the scene where she finds Big because he's still alive, and it's like, well, it's- why are you not doing CPR or calling nine one one? Even she's Jonah. Like, oh, no. She's like, rip, RIP. And he's like, I'm still alive. And she's like, I will always remember you this way. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you know it's bad because she goes, John. And so we hear Mr. Big's name, John. She goes, John. She's like, John. John. And I was like, who? She should have been like, Mr. Big. And, uh, but he's like, he's still alive, you guys. Like, he's like kind of looking at her and he's kind of like, and then all of a sudden he goes and she's just like, there's a shower. He's like reaching for his cell phone that he drops. I feel like we could have saved this man uh, like multiple times in this whole escapade. And there's so many thoughts, but like the fact that Peloton allowed their product to be used like that is like, did you see the Peloton ad they just released today oh where God, Mr. Big's amazing. in it? It was so amazing. You- I was like, as someone who works in marketing full time, I was like, that was the fastest marketing team I've ever seen. Okay. Well, here's my, here's my question to you. So you guys, just to explain, he dies. There's been this big backlash. Peloton stocks di- dipped by 11% the day after. Like this is a real, like this really cost this, this brand for a day or two because everybody was like, this guy died of a heart attack because he was on a Peloton. And they came out today with an ad with Chris Noth and one of the Peloton instructors and they're by a fire and he's like, you ready for another ride? You know, and like he's alive and well, my theory is he's faked his own death to get away from that Carrie girl because she's insane. <laughs> but like, they, like, aha, uh-huh, and Ryan Reynolds does the voiceover in it. But my thought was, you said they must have the face fastest marketing team or did they already plan this months ago? Well, I heard that Peloton didn't know. They knew they they knew that there was going to be a, a 
like Peloton in the episode. Um, oh God. Yeah. The Bengals are out to lose us. Sorry. Um, they knew there was going to be, I think a Peloton in the episode, but they didn't know like what the context was. Maybe like they knew something around like there being a Peloton or maybe they didn't even know at all. I don't know. But either way, I don't think they knew that it was going to be about Big's death, that he was going to die on a Peloton is the thing. Yeah. I mean, it just is wild and it was very sad, but it's like, okay, now we get to see where it goes from here. People are complaining that the new sex in the city is too woke because there's a lot of, and by the way, they, they have Carrie as a podcaster now. And I love, I love when movie and TV shows show podcasting. Cause it's always a fancy studio with like this amazing, like a radio yeah. isn't even that fancy. You're like, in by the, your bed right I'm in now. my bed. You're on your couch. I couldn't be, you didn't shower today. I haven't showered today. Like it is not fancy. They're in a studio. There's all these people working on the podcast around and they're like in booths and shit. Like I do all my editing. Like it, I wish. And then they have a non-binary character who is played by a, a non-binary actor that used to be on Grey's Anatomy. And you you can tell they're setting that person up to hook up with Miranda, right? Uh, oh, that's, I that's why I that's why they flirted at the thought, that's why they flirted at Big's funeral. I didn't think they were flirting. I just oh. thought it was like a oh no, oh, I didn't. I didn't realize oh. I, Miranda and Steve are happy. I'm Steve. I have one ball. I'm Miranda. Steve. I can't hear shit. Wait, hey, what come, about Brian? Brady, come here. Come hug your parents, Brady. Brian woke moment <laughs> yeah by the way you guys the the woke uh podcaster has like a, a button thing that they can hit and it'll be like woke moment and i i saw that and it was like a lame joke but i was more excited because i was like i want one of those machines that she they're pushing because i was like i want program sounds like woke button you know I want Moment. a sound i want a soundboard of like all our favorite like obscure broadcasts. Yes. Or yes, exactly. Or just like you would put on like. Not, wait, not the, not the ankle, not the brain, do the ankle. Not the brain, do the ankle. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Look at my life. Look at me. Look at my life. <laughs> it makes uh, me feel sick. <laughs> no. So, uh, so yeah, no, I think I read that right. She's going to totally hook up with. Miranda's going to totally hook up to because Miranda is in that class. She made herself a Karen in the first scene. But I, by the way, I don't mind the woke oh, stuff. You, thought, you think that Miranda and the teacher are going to hook no, up? No, no, no. The just podcast did, boss. Yeah, the podcast boss she's uh, going to hook up with. But I think Miranda's going to have a whole exploration. Oh, 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 oh. The 49ers missed their field goal. We're going uh, overtime. Classic, classic. What a gripping. This is a very 69ers. tense podcast. <laughs> 69ers once again. Um, Wait, side note. Okay, sorry that I'm so ADD, but this is kind of a funny story. One time we were playing the 49ers and I was at the Cincinnati bar in the city and there was a 49ers fan there, some girl wearing a shirt that said Bay Area, but it was spelled B-A-E. <laughs> By the way, you should get that for your dude. He's not. <laughs> I know, but yeah. it would just be a fun shirt. Wait, wait. I can't believe they missed this field goal. Okay, sorry, sorry. Anyway. Okay, okay. So my thing is, okay, the things I I liked it because it's like it's good to catch up with your old friends and they can't like 
the old Sex in the City show, if you watch it, it's like kind of cheesy now because of all like we've we've grown up on it and moved past it. So and they can't be talking about like gangbangs in there. Like, you know, what I'm saying like, oh, where's the sex? Like, I don't think it needs that. I'm happy with it getting a little more serious. I thought it was better than the last trash movie I saw of Sex in the City when they went mm-hmm. to Abu Dhabi or whatever oh, that it was. was awful. But do we have to see? I don't want to see Carrie Dayton again, which we will. Like, is Aiden going to come back? That oh, means? I'm excited. I'm excited for Carrie to date again, which I guess Big Dying was probably a plot device to make but, it about Carrie dating as an older woman in New York City, which I like. I, but I like if you that. love somebody that much, I don't want to believe you go right into dating. I feel like it needs to wait five years and like she needs to mourn the fact that we're going to get like to me, I want to believe in like everlasting love and all that crap. And like, like she, it's she. This remin, this was very reminiscent of Kate Winslet on that damn thing in Titanic when she wouldn't share the damn piano board with Leo at the end. It's very much of like, oh, oh, we'll be together forever, Jack, and then she won't even fucking get off. Like, let's like share this lid that I'm on. Like okay. she did the same thing. Like she could have called. Like let's do some mouth to mouth resuscitation. She just lets him go immediately. Everyone who makes that argument about the Titanic door just forgets about like weight distribution. Like the fact is they would both be submerged underwater if they both tried to be on the door. They didn't. But they did. But they did. But Sophie, they didn't even try. It wasn't like Kate Winslet said her character was like, oh, let me remind you about weight redistribution. Like (laughs) she was like, and then she goes, I'll never let you go, Jack. And then she literally lets him go. Like it was like literally not even a try. Like there was not even even a a fuss of like, oh, if maybe if I scoot over this way and he was like, no, no, don't. Like I, if, if she could have just left that line in of like, oh, let me just try to scoot. And he was like, no, I insist. Like then it would be, but it just felt like I'll never let you go. And then she wakes up and she just lets his hand go. and He just goes into the sea. And then that old fucking bat had the huge diamond that she throws into the fucking ocean when it could have saved like poverty. Like everybody could have been cured of homeland. She I hate, yeah, it. I did. I did hate old lady Rose was like annoying to me, but no overall perfect movie. That's actually when people ask me what my favorite movie of all time is. It's Titanic. Have we ever talked about this? I think we've met. I, th- I know you love Titanic. Titanic. I love the movie Slumdog Millionaire. One of my top five. That's interesting. I, I love the movie Boyhood by okay, Linklater. Yeah. Yep. Amazingly done. It was filmed over 12 years with the same actors aging yep. over 12 years. Um, and Bridget Jones Diary. Wow, what an interesting and promising um, young woman. The movie I love promising now. young woman. Yeah, that I love was that. a great. That was like I. That's in my top five now. Wow, that's awesome. Um, uh, anyway, sorry, I'm so ADD. No, no, no this is good. This is a good. This should be a loose conversation. Um, so, but but the Peloton thing, I just want to like everybody's like freaking out. It is very sad. But my my thing is like, yeah, kill big off. That's fine. I'm sad, but like, why would you do this during the holidays? Like, I mean, honestly, no, I like HBO Max is like, hey, come think about death with us during the holidays. Succession is the same damn way. If you guys saw last week's Succession, which tonight is the season finale, it made it look like Kindle. Here's another spoiler alert potentially died. Now we find out tonight if that was the truth. But if that's the case, why are they doing all of this sad shit near the holidays? You know, why are we seeing all people die? I haven't watched Succession yet. Um, I don't want spoilers. (laughs) I always pretend I watch Succession just because it's the cool thing to do. I'm like, that was quite a show. (laughs) Very entertaining. But there should be a law that you can't kill off characters during the holidays. Like, I would have loved to have started the new year on a death, not like have it at the end of this year. Yeah, like it would be like one thing if it was, you know, after Christmas. 
Like Big's alive and well. Like he, I Samantha doesn't about... want to be on the damn show. Kill Samantha off. She doesn't even want to be there. I don't think about. Um... I don't think about, you know, the holiday season like that, I guess, because I don't celebrate Christmas. I'm just like, okay, it's just like any other, like... That's true. No, I mean, it's... I'm just like, okay, I'm sad this time of year, just like I am every other time of year. And also, (laughs) also, like, all of my coworkers are, like, taking vacations. They're like, you're not going anywhere, Sophie. And I'm like, no, it's just my duty as a Jew to work this year. I thank you for doing your duty for all of us, but... oh. Okay, so you're fine with Big dying. You're fine. And that's the other thing. So Samantha, Samantha, of course, there's been a long time feud between Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker and supposedly Kim Cattrall and the whole cast, supposedly. And they they make it so that she moved off to London and her and Carrie are in a fight. And so, like, I love that they casually allude just like, oh, she's a big old bitch. Like, she's like a horrible late. Like, but then she sends flowers for Big's funeral. And then, and Carrie's like, I asked for no flowers. And then she's like, oh, Samantha's flowers can she stay. She was like, oh, never mind. Keep them. Keep them. Yeah. And it was like, okay. Yeah. And then I would love if Samantha keeps coming back as just somebody that sends like gifts. Like, oh, these bagels are from Samantha, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's she like, loves Samantha. And it's like, wait, she ghosted you, but she like sends you shit all the time. Yeah. Or like, like, I, I saw a lot of people like critiquing. They're like, it's just not realistic that a best friend of like life just disappears like that. And I'm like, yes, it is. I'm like, friend breakups are very real and they're very like, they can be very sudden and like very sad. Like it's a real thing to go through a friend breakup. And I think that, you know, I kind of appreciate that plot point too, as someone who's gone through friend breakups, like it's sad. You know, I I do like it. I like it that they left it open where if Kim Cattrall ever decides, like she probably could come back, obviously they've written it. So she could come back, but I got to tell you, like, I don't, I don't hold anything against Sarah Jessica Parker and the rest of the cast for wanting to do this. Like, you know how hard it is as an actor to do something that people care about. Of course you want to run it into the ground. And like, you know, like these are real, like they created something really magical. And I, I think it would be a shame. Like I, I still liked it even without Kim Cattrall, you know? Yeah, no, I, I was surprised by how like, it still felt like the original. Like it still felt, it felt like a new show, but it very much felt like nostalgic and like the original Sex and the City, which I love. Like they all do such a good job of just getting right back into character. Like yeah. nothing's changed, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I appreciate that they're like adding in new characters to like fill that Samantha void. And so I think we're probably going to get more of like the sex raunchier, ew, like the Brady. I don't need Brady having Yeah, sex. Brady, Miranda's That's son. That's where I draw the line. Miranda's son is like fucking all over their house and leaving like used condoms where they're all stepping on them. Like it's weird. Brady's like, and then he's like smoking dope with the non-binary, uh, you know, uh, podcaster, you know, yeah. at, at Mr. Big's funeral. It's like, it's like wild, you know, which is, hey, that's smoking that's the- dope. You smoking dope. Um, I'm telling you, though, they are totally hooking up Miranda and that that podcaster. I know it with Wait, everything in my being. Was there something else I was going to say about Sex and City? I can't remember. Oh, it was so symbolic also how when Big was dying and you see her um, signature uh, Manolo Blahniks, she's just like letting them get soaked in the shower and they like <sighs> zoomed in on the shoes. See, Sophie, this is what's great about you. And I, I don't. Like, I don't notice shit like that. I was like, oh, her shoes are wet, but I didn't know they were like special Manalo. Those Blonics. are like the iconic carry shoes. 
Yeah. Well, why don't we like do some iconic CPR? Like that's the iconic thing we should do. Why don't we call an iconic ambulance? (laughs) Yeah. Why don't we? uh, But by the way, like also what a weird thing to like have your Peloton near your shower. Like Big's Peloton was in the bathroom. Yeah. But I couldn't figure out the layout of their like penthouse. Like I think that their bathroom extends from like, um, I don't know, maybe like the extra closet space area. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Then at the funeral, we get to meet Mr. Big's brother. And he's like, Carrie, he said he was the happiest he's ever been the last couple months of his life. So thank you for that. And it's like, oh, okay. I like, I, I love when they write the like, oh, he ch- achieved happiness. So it's fine that he croaked. Like, I don't like that. Like, let him have a couple more years of happiness, but at least they didn't like kill him of COVID, you know? I don't, I, but also it's like, we watched big. Oh, okay. The Bengals scored a field goal. And now if they stop the 49ers from scoring here, we win. So it's all in the defense. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Let's do but, this for big. Um, Let's, do this okay. for big. Yeah. Let's do this for big. This is for big. No, but Big's I, up this there. Is for John. <laughs> John. No, but like John. I, was, I was okay with big croaking because we've watched big be a piece of shit. For, That's what the girl I, the- I like didn't love the fact that Carrie ended up with big. I mean, I do. And I don't because it's like, Oh, you know, it took a while. They went through a lot and like, clearly they were just meant to be together by the end. Like they had to go through all these trials and tribulations versus Aiden, the guy that loved her more than she loved him. And that's the guy that you're supposed to marry. That's what everyone says. You're supposed to marry the guy that's like so in love with you. And Carrie like was chasing big all of these years. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. I'm always torn about like how she ended up with big and the fact that he died. I'm like, okay, Aiden come back. It's Aiden season. Wouldn't it be cool though? If we find out deeper into the season, it's like this happens. And then it becomes like the undoing where all of a sudden Carrie is kind of like somebody pokes their nose a little too deep and they're like, uh, Biggs like sodium was off the charts. Like, do you know if anybody was feeding him high sodium? Like Carrie had been slowly trying to kill him for the last year. And that's why, like, maybe they do a quick shot of the salmon she'd been preparing. It's like encrusted in salt. Like, it's just like, everything is just like, where's my pills. There was no pills in the bottle. You know, like she did every, like, she's the one that bought the Peloton, you know, like she's like, this thing won't slow down. Like keep going, John, keep going. You know? Oh my God. And just like that. I'm, I'm a murderer. That's why. That's why HBO. They had to like. It's like, <laughs> it's like crime genre. They have to trick everyone. All the Sex in the City fans into watching. Yes. Um. Okay. So Sex in the City. That's that airs a couple new episodes every week. I'm sure we're gonna keep being offended and love it and all of that stuff. The other thing I want to talk about in this, and this just shows you how damn kooky the internet is, is that. Let me explain a meme I made this week, this week uh, after the Sex in the City thing. So I've always been fascinated with the movie E.T. since I was a little kid. Now, E.T., there is a scene in this movie directed by Steven Spielberg where E.T. is dressed up in all of like the, the mom's clothing. And it's dressed like a little like it just looks looks like a crazy alien with a bunch of bad fashion on Sarah Jessica Parker looks exactly like ET in the terms of how she dresses. Like it's like 10 things worn at once. And I put this meme out side by side. Now I will tell you, I made this meme in August of this past year. If you go back and check my account in August, I guess Heather McDonald might've seen it or something. And and she said it, she talked about it on her podcast this week, but it was her idea, I guess, but I posted it in August. So whatever I kept. So I posted it again on what was her idea. No, she said, I guess I I kept having people tag her in the meme I made on Friday saying, oh, Heather thought of this first. I guess she mentioned it on her podcast or something, which I I have no 
the the one of comparing Sarah Jessica Parker to ET. Oh, Did you see oh. that? So it blew up on Twitter and on. So, anyways, people kept tagging Heather and my thing, and I was like. Oh, well, that's great. She talked about it this week, but I did it in August. Like I, I already did this. I just reposted my meme because the, the show just aired. And oh, then God. people on Twitter, the difference was so on Instagram, people thought I stole it from Heather when I had already done it in August. Then on Twitter, you go over there. This is why it's hysterical. People, they were they're wearing the same damn thing, you guys, in the same post. People go, This is ageist. You're saying that Sarah Jessica Parker looks like a wrinkled alien. And I'm like, first off, you're fucking an idiot. E.T. was a young alien. But second off, I'm making fun of the fashion, you idiots. I'm not making anything about a woman's age. And for all the people that said that, shame on you, because that's where your mind went. It's never where my mind went. The fact that I mean, I had people retweeting it going ageism at play. And then I had somebody go, hey, hey, male, why don't you worry about your hairline, which is receding, dude, instead oh, of God. instead of focusing on women being old? I'm like, what is people's problem? Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We will be back to the show in just one second, folks. I wanted to actually do a couple of commercials. The sponsors for this week, uh, two great sponsors. Uh, They have been with us before, and I'm very happy that they are with us again. Our first one is BetterHelp. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Um, So you guys know I've talked about this ad nauseum, and I'm going to talk about it again. Mental health is one of the biggest things that we need to focus on in this country and for ourselves. Uh, It is just like working out for your brain. And you've got to push yourself to do it because great results can happen. And you can't do it alone. And that is where better help comes into play. Um, I have done therapy for many years. I do therapy. I've done better help before. I do know that these things help. Um, but I think always the best way to think about therapy is through kind of like, you know, uh, it's like a bunch of analogies. You know, you get the oil change on your car. 
it prevents bigger issues down the road. You see a doctor, you go to the gym, you take care of your bodies. You don't want to, you know, you want to prevent injury and disease. And we do chores regularly. I don't, but you guys supposedly do uh, to avoid a messy house. So going to therapy, it's like all of that stuff I just talked about. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. So going to therapy, it doesn't mean something's wrong with you. I think that is a huge misconception. And there is this kind of stigma that I personally want to try to fight against so bad because it is it is something that you should be proud to do. Um, or once you've done it, there is this sense of pride. Go into it knowing that you are making just such a big important, good decision for yourself. You are investing in yourself saying that I deserve this. Um, so BetterHelp, it, it's customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to, which is another huge thing. Even though I personally, I like the on camera. I like it's the same thing with interviews. I like looking at somebody to be able to bounce. I think that's an important part for me personally, but I love that you're able to choose for yourself. Uh, it's also, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Um, so why invest in everything else and not your mind? It, it doesn't make sense. You got to. So the podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, this podcast. And so bad it's good listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash so bad. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash so bad. And especially during the holidays, I think this stuff even doubles and triples. There are so many emotions and so many thoughts that come out during this period of time and even just something great to start the new year with. Uh, our second one, uh, this is a fun one. It's Best Fiends time, you guys. Uh, it is the busiest time of year, like I just said. So if you need a break from all the intensity, from all the familial stuff, from all the gift, uh, the gift giving, from all the supply chain problems, Best Fiends is the perfect pick-me-up. It is, seriously, it's my new favorite game. I even play it now while I watch TV itself. So I'm playing the game and I'm watching television. Who said, that's what you call a double threat, folks. I am a double threat. Uh, Best Friends is a match three style puzzle and adventure game all rolled into one. And with more levels being added all the time, there's always something new to play. Um, Best Fiends, it has it all. It has a great storyline, uh, collectible fiends, which if you play the game, you'll understand what that means, and tons of fun puzzles. Uh, I can't put it down. It's quite possibly the best puzzle game out there. Uh, no Wi-Fi? No problem. Play Best Fiends whenever and wherever you want because they have an offline mode. So even if your holiday travels take you off the beaten path, even if you're at the airport waiting for hours or even on the airplane itself or traveling across country with a loved one or just trying to uh, ignore the loved ones in a different room, you can still play Best Fiends. Uh, it is, like I said, one of my favorite kind of time savers. And you kind of feel smart doing it because puzzles always make me feel smart. Uh, download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. And just by the way, I know, I hope I'm not slurring, that is Fiends. So it's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Um, but uh, yeah, so guys, check that out. Uh, just check it out. I think it's a great thing, and especially for the holidays. And you guys now, back to the remainder of the show. It's a stupid joke, and it's funny as hell. 
Well, for the record, also, it's also a different stylist than the original Sex in the City. So people were making fun of the fashion before the show even started. But that has nothing to, like, me comparing her to A.T. as E.T. Like, Sarah Jessica Parker in this I mean, also dresses like Mary Cosby. Yeah, you're commenting on the fashion. Yeah, the fashion is worse this season. Yeah. But also, it's just like this. She, Like I said, I did it today. She dresses like Mary Cosby as well. It's like whoever's dressing her puts her in eight different outfits at once, puts her in two handbags, all of this shit. But I yeah. just I, w- I just love that we are so primed to be angry now in this country. And I've never had something go viral. That was like 20,000 likes or retweets or shit oh, on God. that. And it was like, so I'm not used to that many people. You, you're used to this, probably having opinions. Eh, thrown at you not that used to it, but yeah, yeah. It's annoying when the people come out of the woodwork and they don't know your shtick and they don't know oh, yeah. your person or like how snarky. That's why I actually like I put snarky in my bio so people know not to like freaking take me seriously because people take me seriously all the time and I'm very dry. And I like, I feel like I have to let people know, no, I'm always being snarky or sarcastic, almost always. Like I'm always just like, <laughs> being a sassy bitch on Twitter. But like, worry, like also it's just like the people like worry about yourself, man. Like go, you don't like, it's always people that don't follow you. It's always, and I guess, I mean, it's a stupid laugh. I'm just trying to make people laugh and trying to make myself laugh. Okay. Anyways, let's move on. Summer house trailer dropped this week. Oh my God. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. Team guys. Danielle. Guys, there is a scene where Danielle and uh, Sierra get into a fight and Sierra throws wine on Danielle or is it vice versa? Um, Sierra throws wine at Danielle, the wine, and then he, people slowed it down in slow motion. She throws the wine and then the entire glass and the glass shatters on Danielle's chest. So people were actually like giving, I saw a lot of people like had commented on Sierra's Instagram and like got deleted and blocked. Really? Because people, yeah, because people were like, Oh, it was Austin's dick worth it? Worth throwing a glass at someone's chest, at another woman's chest? Basically, it doesn't, whatever the circumstances are, it does not look good. And it looks like a, a producer has to step in and like yes. pull her back. Yeah, I saw there's a, you can see a producer with an earpiece like step in to grab Sierra. Yeah, the, the one person wearing a mask. <laughs> yes. Well, and by the way, if you remember last year, we had Hannah throw a glass at um it Amanda. wasn't a glass though it was like a plastic like a pla- cup a plastic <laughs> cup but i'm saying i feel like learned behavior on sierra's part you know like yeah. she's that thing and by the way well, it's I, like, I feel like yeah she's probably trying to be like oh this is what you want from a reality show contestant no one will call me boring after this so we've got andrea from winter house joining the cast of summer house we have two newbies uh, two or three newbies, I think. So we have a new, like a, a big buff dude, yeah, a really pretty that. girl, which I'm fine. Like they seem like the preview was amazing, but I will tell you, I've been in bed since that trailer because I got, I got so sick after seeing Austin Kroll in this preview, you guys, he has a scene with Lindsay where he's in bed and they're using the night vision thing. And he goes, I'm going to lick you front to back. Oh my God, so disturbing. <laughs> uh, th- see, this is the shit. Why do I need this during the holidays? You kill big. You have me picturing Austin licking Lindsay from front to back. He goes, I'm going to eat you front to back. And then Lindsay goes, you're the sweetest. And well, like- this makes, yeah, yeah. She's like, you're the sweetest. And it really does make the dynamic with Sierra and Lindsay and Austin even more confusing after Winterhouse because it seemed like he was very certain. Let's just be friends. I like Sierra, whatever, you know, 
it is between us, whatever, like friends with benefits, whatever situation. But like the fact that he's in a house with both Sierra and Lindsay in Summer House and he's now in bed with Lindsay and then the Watch What Happens Live thing where he kept choosing Sierra over her, it makes that even messier. Like, so yeah, oh so God. what happens obviously is they they left Winter House uh, as friends, I guess. And then in Summer House, they hook up again, you guys. And Lindsay even has a line like, I can't help it if sunshine and flowers come out of my vagina or something. Which, by the way, Lindsay, I'm, you're on notice. You're on. I'm not happy with you right now. Like, I know I know you're like having fun and all that, but just leave Austin alone. The guy is trash, trash, trash. And there's a scene with Sierra where he's like, are we just going to pick up right where we where we left off? And he goes, yeah, let's do what we do. And I'm like, vomit, dude. This man has failed upwards so much. And of course, we have Craig and Paige kissing in an elevator. We see the beginning of that romance. Craig is in the summer house uh, um, photos, even where Austin is not in the summer house cast photo. Did you notice that? Oh, I didn't even notice that Craig was in it. Maybe I was just like staring at everyone else because I've just like seen enough of Craig. Oh, God, the 49ers. I think if they score a touchdown here, they win. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. This this work, this pod works on so many different levels. I'll probably tag sports in this episode just so sports sports yeah um, wait do a have maritza do a Bengals logo or whatever oh, yeah or but, maritza do a bang you're listening do a Bengals logo maritza um, or joe uh, burrow, yeah uh joe burrow did he do good in this game besides- my sexy ass my sexy ass lover wait does your does your new boyfriend get jealous of joe burrow um, he just knows that it is what it is that like, you know, oh, that it is what it is. Or do you ever go? He, he's not, he's not that big of a deal. Like you're he just knows that Joey B is my number one. Is he number two? Yeah. He's okay. Two. I don't know. I don't know. If, I also didn't know, like, it would be cool. If, like a video game existed where you could tell like where friend rankings are like in your heart, like, Oh, you moved up five spots this weekend. Like, I love you 5% more than I did the weekend before, you know? Like MySpace top eight. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah, Summer House is going to come out in February, you guys. And the other thing that shocked me that I need your opinion on, I don't know if it's just the trailer, but it fucking makes Kyle and Amanda look insane. Like, they're about on the verge of destruction. And Kyle says he's $4 million in debt. I I think the debt comment, I think that... um, I don't know with the debt thing. I wouldn't blow that out of proportion because Loverboy is doing extremely well and they are going to be able to sell that company eventually for probably hundreds of millions of dollars. So any, anything Kyle being in debt, like they're going to be fine. I don't think anyone should worry about Kyle being in debt. He started a bunch of, he's a serial entrepreneur. No, by the way, that, 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 that is the thing too, with like, you really got to risk a lot to succeed anywhere, you know? And so like uh, he could be $4 million in debt, but he's going to have the promise of making a hundred million dollars down the line. You know, it takes money to make big money, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're fine. But then, well, but then the other thing is like, are him and Amanda fine? It makes it look like they're like close to not even getting married. I know they're married now, but, and they always seem like they love each other so much. But then in this, it seems like she's like to Paige, you don't know how close I am to not doing this, you know? Yeah, I was, yeah, I, I'm interested to see what happens. Oh, yeah, and also the other thing, remember when I was at the summer house party? Yeah, I didn't um, know if you knew any inside dirt. Well, I told you when it happened that both, Austin was making out with both Lindsay and Sierra at different times of the day. Wait, no, I don't think you told me that part. When you were at the summer house party, you saw Austin make out with Lindsay and Sierra? 
Yes. And I was so confused because I was trying to like gauge, you know, what was happening and what the, you know, dynamics were. And I was like, wait, okay. Was he trying to hide it? Like, not really, but like, clearly, you know, I think that they, the girls are aware and maybe we're just like, okay, well, we both like him. I don't See, know. That, and that, and that, by know. the way, that's what Danielle said. It has an amazing line in the trailer of like, all of this, like you guys shouldn't be mad at each other. You're, you're, you're letting a man, you're letting Austin's the one everybody should be mad at. And like, it's like girls are mad at girls because of stupid Austin instead of anybody being mad at Austin. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that like Sierra and Danielle are fighting each other over Austin's shit is like, you know, why is no one mad at Austin? And it seems like Danielle is like, Austin is the one that you should be mad at, not Lindsay or like whatever it is. I don't know. Ah! But yeah, it was, like a, it was a great trailer. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Um, we have, uh, let's see here. Kyle Richards did a uh, Peacock uh, holiday movie. Uh, I think it's like a very house, a very merry housewives Christmas, which we'll be covering on the podcast. I believe if not this week, next week with a couple special guests, which I'm very excited about. Um, but uh, Kyle, I think there's a good chance the uh, real housewives ultimate girls trip ended their season this past week. Great ending. But I was kind of thinking like Kyle's a decent actor. Like would Kyle ever leave housewives? It seems like her acting career is actually taking off. And if you can actually be an actor, why do you need the reality show part of it? You know, like I wonder at a certain point if Kyle would like legitimacy in terms of acting. And I don't think you can get that with being on a reality show. Like nobody takes Lisa Rinna serious as an actor anymore, you know? Well, yeah, but I think that in Kyle's case, it's just whatever she wants to do. A lot of people go into acting because they're like, oh, I can make a lot of money just from, you know, being pretty on camera or whatever it is. It's like, Kyle doesn't need money. She makes easy ass money being on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Her husband is filthy rich in real estate. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I I doubt that she really truly cares about her acting career at this point in her life when she's already kind of set. And acting, yeah, I think career, she does. Though like, I do work. I see. I well, I think I got to tell you since they they did filming so back to back this season, they've already completed almost this entire new season that we haven't seen. I feel like it's been a lot more work for them as housewives where Kyle's like, I'd rather be like getting thrown around by Jason instead of having to do scenes with Lisa Rinna, you know, or Michael Myers or what Michael Myers or whatever the horror guy is from Halloween. Oh God. I'm just saying, I I think Kyle does. I, I think she was a child actor. I think she respects the craft in a weird way. And I know that sounds funny, but I kind of in the back of my head got like, well, Kyle really could be, if she found the right part, she could legitimately work as an actor. I think, you know, I don't know. It's anyways. I don't don't know. Like maybe, I don't think she's that talented. Like she's fine. She's like an, okay. Yeah. She's like a, she seems okay. But like, I don't think that she's going to be like in, you know, Bradley Cooper's next, you know, musical idea. Um, yeah, so uh, here's another one that got sent to. I fucking, I fucking hate you, Kyle Richards. She's not uh, getting an Oscar, if that's what you're saying. No, no, no. I don't mean like that. I don't mean like we're gonna see like her with like Kate Winslet or something like that. Or um, okay, so I do want to say, um, my friend Marissa said there really is uh, Delilah Bell, Lisa Rinna's daughter, really does. Uh, she she posted something even uh, this weekend saying yeah she posted a TikTok being like I like something about her parents what she wants for Christmas is her parents to like pay for her trauma therapy or which something. is unlikely which is unlikely she said oh so. things yeah it was like things that are unlikely my parents paying for my trauma therapy 
Yeah, I mean, so it's like it really does seem like Delilah is turning into the black sheep of the Rena Hamlin household. And I got to tell you, once again, you know, it's just those vibes you get like I and I don't want to offend. I really don't. But like it, the more you look at it, you guys, and the more we you know, deep in your heart, it doesn't seem like Lisa Rinna might. I mean, honestly, it doesn't seem like she might not be the best mom in the world, you know? Yeah, like, she's a horrible mother, horrible person, <laughs> horrible friend. I love uh, how you immediately you're like, yes. And I will take it 10 times further than you. Yes. Well, yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it all. And I think that, you know, these, um, like Amelia or Delilah, Delilah's TikToks and all these things that she said, it sounds like she's not getting help from her parents. And that's concerning that Lisa Rinna is filming Beverly Hills and on red carpets when her daughter is clearly in distress. It's like, get your daughter help. Like, it's sad. It's sad to watch. And I mean, yeah, it's like we've we've watched Lisa Renna pimp out her kids and exploit them every chance she gets. Like, no, I do not think. And look, I'm not I'm not a mother myself. So it's not like I'm like the parenting police, the authority on good parenting. But I judge from what I see, you know? Yeah. Well, in Katie Maloney's voice, I call it like I see it. (laughs) <laughs> but okay well, i do want to talk about vanderpump rules in a second but i want we'll say the beverly hills cast was on the red carpet of the people's choice awards this past week once again not knowing the assignment they all dressed like they were in different shows completely erica jane looked fucking ridiculous with like an arrow in her head she looked like yeah. like the like and it was like but but my thought was and i talked about this l- later in the week on the show was that it's just interesting it's almost like there's this magical like thing of like this season didn't happen and now erica's like I've got it all behind me and now I can go out and be a star again. Like the fact that she wants to be on the red, like I, I, once again, you guys, I'm sorry, but like, even if she is not directly proven to be a part of the Girardi thing, she's still a part of the Girardi thing. And it's disrespectful to like, just pick up right where you left off. And like, I'm going to be on glam on the red carpet, baby. It's gross. Every time I see her, I get a fucking icky feeling, you know? Oh, absolutely. And she's like literally about to be sued by, um all the victims to recoup the money that her husband stole so like why is she prancing around in her designer clothes still when she should be having a yard sale to well, give money back to the victims and this week she's uh she's already back to now she is trying to earn that money baby she's hawking products on uh on her instagram again uh in fact earlier in the week she did a ad for uh what was it it was like bumblebee. Oh, it was um, sugar bear, sugar bear lipwear. Sure, sure. No, sugar bear lash care. She did an Instagram ad for on her main feed, and it's like so. It is fascinating that companies still want to work with her. And I don't know sugar bear lash care. I don't know if it's a good company or not, but it is wild. I just it's find not. Like it's-, it's one of those like um, like scammy companies that like yeah. Yeah, but also, wouldn't you want to try to go as far away from any kind of scammy company? right now especially like work with the best don't work with scammy companies you know like isn't that the whole point but beggars can't be choosers no i know i just she literally needs money i think that literally anyone who's going to come to her for a brand deal she's going to be like yeah oh i'm still thinking within the next six months we're going to get an erica james second book uh ghost written by brian moylan i'm almost positive but we'll see I, i usually turn out to be right on these things um okay uh Vanderpump rules when is our national nightmare going to be over it was so bad this week I hate to say it I love I I don't want Vanderpump rules canceled but they need a severe switch up switch up Uh, I guess they filmed the reunion this past Friday two people had COVID 
uh, or three people had COVID and they, they recorded from home, Tom and Katie and Lala. Lala went on record afterwards saying that she doesn't know if she'll do another season because her friends aren't ride or die friends from this show. The only person that called to check in after the Randall thing was Raquel. But by the way, if you act shitty to people, they're not going to eventually call and check up on you, you know? Right. Exactly. Why like she's yeah. made fun of all of these people to their faces and thought I like Lala, but she thought she was better than she thought she was better than all of them at one point And like, just only hangs out with like Stassi and things like that. And then wonders yeah. why people aren't like fucking calling her. I think it's like a no. Yeah, exactly. She treats people like shit and then plays the victim when, you know, they give her the same energy that she gives them. So I, I don't feel bad. Yeah. Lala sucks. And we could only be so lucky that she would leave the show. Like, well, <laughs> so funny. like, but I will say, she said like, Oh, I don't know if I, I would come back if they, if we're even doing another season, I'm like, girl, you watch Jackson, Brittany this year, you will run. If they ask you back, you will, you will say yes. So quick, your head will spin. I there bet is no way. preemptively saying that to like control the narrative, knowing that like, you know, maybe her time on the show is running out because she doesn't really have like friendships left with them. And the viewers don't like her anymore either. So it's like, you know, they like to save face and pretend that they quit when they really are getting. Fired. I mean, that's that's a very good point. But the fact is, like, you guys, you guys have seen how reality shows do after they're like, it's not like it's not a good story. Like she's watched her friends, Jackson, Brittany suffer this past year. There yeah. is no way Lala would say no. But more importantly, I just want the show to be good again. What were your thoughts on the DJ James Kennedy Raquel breakup? Um, we talked about this last week, right? We it was did, shocking. but like, was there anything this week? I mean, I just kind of still feel well, this seems I very real. Like, and, and uh, Ariana said her and Tom went to Disneyland with them two days before they broke up, had no idea because they were on Watch What Happens Live and said that, had no idea this was coming, which is just really weird to me. Like, I wonder, like, I don't doubt that yeah, this well, is Yeah, well, didn't she give the ring back at the reunion? She did, yeah, she did. Yeah, so like... I don't know. Must I don't know. I'm like very curious to watch. That's going to be an epic reunion. Yeah, it, it, it's actually going to be probably much more exciting than the show. Then now this is interesting. Somebody sent me this today as well. Uh, Jax Taylor is not the only one with a, uh, a tax lien against them. Katie Maloney has a tax lien against her. Somebody th- sent me a Reddit thread from the Vanderpump Rules Reddit yes. and saying that she, uh, I, I, I'm trying to find how much she owes, but yeah, it looks like they, uh, that Katie Maloney owes taxes to the state of California. It, hopefully it's not as much as Jax's, which is $1.2 million. If anybody can tell me how much she does I think, owe. I think I read somewhere that it was like, I might be making this up, but I want to say I read that it was like 40,000 or something. Well, the interesting other thing is that on properties, it says there are no property records found. So are my, do they rent their home or do they own their home? I thought they owned it, but maybe it's under Schwartz's name. Well, that's the thing. Schwartz says they were putting their house up for Schwartz and Sandy's the new bar. So I'm confused, but I, I will say like the James and Raquel thing. I, the other thing I want to say also you guys is that everybody's saying, Oh, this is just for storyline guys, some things are real. I hate to break it. Like we can't have everything be a conspiracy theory or for the show. Like these people, like I know everybody gives them so much credit, but they're not like everybody's not brilliant and everybody's not creating storylines. I know it will be a good storyline, but I really do think this is a very real breakup and not something for the show. You know, remember their families are involved, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. The fact that they're 
calling off an engagement is very, very, very real. Um, TMZ reports that Kim Kardashian, uh, after Kanye West did a concert, a stadium concert in Los Angeles Thursday night with Drake, which I watched on Amazon. Uh, and it was like he did an actual decent set list. It almost makes you forget um, a lot of the things I dislike about Kanye right now. He actually did way better than Drake, which shocked me. Um, but the next day, he he actually said during Runaway, he said, come right back to me, Kimberly. He made another appeal to get Kim Kardashian back. Kim Kardashian was at the concert that night. Um, but the next day, she is now officially filed to be uh, to be classified as single and to take West off her name and to go back to Kim Kardashian. We had expected, you actually talked about this months ago, that, that you thought this was going to be in the works a lot quicker, but it has finally taken place. She is now going to be back to Kim Kardashian which, um, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, like I said about KKW beauty, I saw someone be like, maybe it's going to turn into skims beauty. And instead of like the, well, I'm just thinking of like the KKW. Cause everyone was like, Oh, she has to rebrand now that she's not with Kanye anymore. And I have a lot of theories about what she's going to do with that. I think that KKW beauty is going to be no more. If anything, it's going to be like a Skims beauty line. It's going to be like Glossier, all like fresh, like skincare, natural, instead of like what was cool when KKW Beauty launched, which was like the full like Kylie Jenner type glam. Yeah. So, you know, she's a chameleon. <laughs> so those are my thoughts of the name change. I was like thinking about like the KKW like branding. That's on yeah. so many things. So who knows? KKW well, fragrance also, like who knows what's going to happen with that? She might just keep it. I don't know. I will say I'll give Kanye credit in that he has not officially said anything about Pete Davidson, which is wise. And now there are rumors, Pete Davidson. This is why I love the internet. Pete, Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson were on uh, Jimmy Fallon this week. And then they were spotted at a restaurant together and Miley was spotted leaving Pete's house or something like that, according to a report, which by the way, like, I don't like, maybe he's banging Miley Cyrus, but also he could just have like, they could just be buds, you know, like it doesn't mean he's, I mean, he probably is screw, you know, he probably is fucking her, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love yeah. that everybody just assumes that Pete Davidson's with a woman they're banging. And like, I'm Miley Cyrus. Hey Pete, you want to get on this? That's my Miley Yeah, no, I I assume they were just friends too. Like, I don't think that it's anything romantic, honestly. Like, I just don't think so. Um, Personally, I think it totally could be a friendship thing. I read a rumor on the show this week uh, that said Kim and Pete have already said I love you and that she wants to have kids with them. And I'm like, are you guys smoking crack out there? There's just no way. Yeah, no, absolutely not. No. Um, Also, the Kanye West concert was a free Larry Hoover uh, concert. And I looked into a little bit of this, who is Larry Hoover? And I won't get into that, but like, he seemed like a very dangerous individual. And I'm still, if somebody out there can like, uh, you guys are great with your DMs. Tell me why Larry Hoover should be free because everything I've found seems like he maybe is in the right place. Like, I don't know Wait, why. Why do, we, why do we want to free someone that sounds dangerous? Well, that's what I'm saying. But I feel like I'm missing a gigantic part of this. Like he's been in prison for like over 30 years. Oh, but- he is an American gang leader, a Chicago. Oh, okay. So wait, you said that this was Kanye? This was a free Larry Hoover concert to like free Larry Hoover. Wait, and who it- was putting on the concert? Kanye and Drake. So it was okay, a yay yeah, so Kanye special from Chicago and he's like a Chicago gang leader. It sounds like. Yeah. And it's like, that's amazing. Like I, I love him and Drake putting their differences aside for this. But then when I started to look into the guy, I'm just trying to find like, 
why this guy should be free when he does seem like he did a lot of, I mean, I, I like, um, I like prison awareness and sentencing reform, but like the guy seems like he might've been like a really bad guy. So I just, I, I could be wrong. I just want to know. I, I just have to dig a little deeper, but it kind of just, when I did Kanye, a, Kanye has been trying to free him for a long time. He's tried to get Kim involved. Yeah. He asked um, Trump even. Yeah. He asked Trump in 2018 for clemency. Um, yeah. Yeah. The pair called for the release of Hoover and sought to raise awareness about prison and sentencing reform. Yeah. Um, ABC seven Chicago, even in their headline, Kanye West Drake hold LA concert to free Larry Hoover, notorious Chicago gang killer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think, yeah, I'm okay with him kind of staying. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, well, also by the way, like I was kind of like people paid all this money, like tickets were going for like $300. And I'm like, well, where does this money go? Like Kanye was selling free Larry Hoover t shirt for two hundred dollars. What is this just going to Larry's gang? That's what, like, are we like funding a gang? Like, I mean, or are we funding like Kanye? Like, I, I just, I really am curious where the money went. Like, I hope it's I, going to. Yeah, and I totally get like the prison reform um, angle for sure because I think you know instead of trying to just punish criminals, let's try to like rehabilitate them. Yes. Um. So I get that. I understand a lot of the prison reform arguments for sure. Um. I think that if you've murdered people and you were like a prominent gang leader, I feel better about the, the you know, I feel better about my safety with you still being locked away. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will. I mean, um, and also rest in peace to Anne Rice, the popular author of Interview with the Vampire. She died at age 80 complications after a stroke. But I remember I had my Anne Rice period in high school where I wrote all the uh, read all the Interview with the Vampire novels. Did you ever mess around with that? No, I didn't. But I saw that. So <laughs> no, I did. I did see that, though. Um, uh, and then let's see a, a couple quick hits as we go into the new week. Is there anything coming up that you're uh, looking forward to as we uh, get? In the, wait, um, so do you have to work the entire break or do you take do you go to your families for the holidays at all? Or is no, it just, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to be just in working. New York. I'm going to be working. Um there's just a lot of really good TV on right now. And I feel like I'm just in a really good place television wise um, with yellow jackets, which I've told everyone about. Oh my God. Sophie, ever since you said that, like so many more people came out and said I, how amazing I'm telling it is. everyone because I'm telling everyone to watch it. No one's listening. It's falling on deaf ears, but you do. I did realize you, I think you need the showtime extension on Amazon prime, which I didn't realize. I guess I have that. So if you don't have that, sorry. And same with Dexter new blood. And, um, and just like that. And I just started watching the sex lives of college girls. Also great show. It's Mindy Kaling. Yeah. My roommate is watching that all the time now. Yeah. It's super cute. I really like it. Um, and Timothy Chalamet's sister is in it. Oh yeah. That's what she said. She's like that girl's Timothy Chalamet's sister. Yeah. Paul. I think her name is Pauline Chalamet. And, um, uh, oh my God. Our playoff chances just went down, which is sad. The Bengals. Sorry. I'm, I'm I so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm and so it, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but this is like Mr. Five, Big dying all over again. I know. It's just like so much, so much heartbreak. <laughs> Wait, meanwhile, I was like, okay, Mr. Big died. Okay. Plus, guys, <laughs> let's see Carrie get some dick. You know what let's I would love? Babies. I would love, I would love if Big came back in like kind of like that movie Ghost, where the rest of the season he's like a ghost. 
And he like, he's trying to get to the other side and Carrie has to let him go, you know? Or like, like double jeopardy where he really did like fake his death. Yes. Like he just like, he's fine. There's so many angles this could go. Like I, I hope they actually dig a little deeper. Um, here's a, a alarming news to report. Army hammer is out of treatment after allegedly completing nine months stay in a re- rehabilitation facility following rape and abuse allegations. And on top of that, the LAPD previously concluded its nine-month investigation into the rape allegation this week, and its findings are sent to the uh, city's district attorney, and they say the source says that charges appear unlikely for Army Hammer. And this article reports also that him and Elizabeth Chambers, his wife, who have filed for divorce, the divorce proceedings are ongoing, you guys, which my rumor was told that there might, might be reconciliation with elizabeth which is very fascinating especially i highly doubt it did a documentary about army um but this is exactly but also we've had him spotted in the cayman for many months now so what nine-month rehabilitation center is in the cayman islands where he was living for you know what i'm saying like something is not adding up in fact i hate to say this but it almost feels like allegedly the rehabilitation part of this could be a lie or it's like outpatient rehabilitation but like I don't, there's been like all these photographs of army in the Cayman. So what kind of rehabilitation center you can just go out and like date and shit like that. Like he was doing. I don't know. Honestly, I'm doing some cursory Googling. And when I Google, um, like sex treatment center, Cayman islands, um, it's all army hammer articles. So if anyone wants to dig into that angle, um, I am interested. Um, I don't think from the times that I have spoken to Elizabeth chambers, um, just over Instagram, I would Which be, you did when this initially started. Yeah, I would be very, very shocked if they ended up reconciling. I think that they'll co-parent, but I do not think that there's a future for them to get back together after everything that's been unearthed. And finally, just because um, criminal charges haven't been officially filed, it's important to note that that doesn't mean like it still isn't wrong. It's hard to like prosecute you know, when there were originally two people consenting to sex and then, you know, things went awry and he ended up, you know, physically hurting women multiple times. Um, it's hard to be like, okay, well, where was the consent, you know, like taken away? Like it, it's yeah, yeah. hard to prosecute that. And same with like the Dave Portnoy stuff, just because something, um, you know, might be not illegal in the eye of the law doesn't mean it, is you know morally okay like it's still like morally ambiguous behavior that he was engaged worse than that just bad stuff that he was engaging in um so just because they're not officially filing charges i think it's still important to realize that he's a piece of shit and yeah may have lied about going to a treatment center yeah, I, I think so. Um, okay, here's a ridiculous quick story. A holiday, Kim Kardashian's children awaken every morning in December to the sounds of a Grammy award-winning producer playing Christmas songs on their piano. So this is rich, you guys. Free Kim him, Kardashian, free Kim him. Kardashian has paid a Grammy award. So the children, every morning, they wake up to a man playing piano in their house doing Christmas songs for her kids. And she has a shot with all of her children. And I got to tell you, man, Kim has a new face, but it's great. Like Kim's new face is so interesting. It's such a good new face. Do you know what I'm saying? Like their new face has dropped. Um, like it is very, uh, it's just very different, but the same at the same time. But it's like definitely like a new version. It's like, 
like an 8.0 or something. Yeah, it's always tweaked so subtly. Yeah, it's like, but she does it. She tweaks it the right way, whereas like Chloe always gets the short end of the the cosmetic surgery stick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really tell. But yeah, I mean, yeah, she looks great lately. But also just how wild of like every day, like maybe one day, like every day your kid, like that almost seems to be more of an inconvenience of like, mommy, why is there this strange man in our house playing piano all the time? Like oh, it's yeah. just, also like just... freaking painful. All the things that they put themselves through, like that's, it's a lot of downtime. I'm sure there's, a, this is also something that I think is interesting that a lot of the times where you're like, when was the downtime that they would get these surgeries? They're always like posting or like on vacation or whatever it is. They post throwbacks. There are so many times where I'm sure they're recovering from surgeries and they're just like posting throwbacks on Instagram to pretend that they're like, you know, still out and about and doing their regular thing. So, yeah. Um, uh, I wanted to pay tribute to one of our first ladies um, of uh, of history, Nancy Reagan. The throat you- goat? <laughs> so you guys, we love, we're like kind of not a political show, but I do want to talk about this because I thought it was very special is that Nancy Reagan is in the news again um because so it turns out ben uh who's that guy the ultra right wing conservative talk ben who's that little ben guy shapiro. ben shapiro his daughter his sister his sister on twitter said classically something, abby yeah what was what was the tweet she said would he, you rather be this like, or this it was a picture of madonna and she was like this is madonna at age 64 and it's like madonna like in lingerie and she was like and this is nancy reagan at age 64 and it's like her with her grandchildren yeah it was like, and she was like, which one do you want to be? Live a classy life, not a trashy life. Like calling and, Madonna trashy. And so the Madonna's fans, I guess, were the ones that originally unearthed the fact that Nancy Reagan was the throat goat of, I think, Hollywood back in the day. Um, and just known for her prolific, prolific blowjobs. And I yeah. love Twitter was going insane. People were like, Oh my God, y'all are unhinged. Not as unhinged as Nancy Reagan's jaw, though. <laughs> well, that's what it said. Nancy Reagan, and this is like a known fact, guys. This isn't like a joke, even though it sounds like one. It's from uh, her biographer. Her, bi- her biographer says she was renowned in Hollywood for performing oral sex. This is Nancy Reagan. Furthermore, she was reportedly known to perform said oral sex, not only in the evening, but in offices. That was one of the reasons that she was very popular on the MGM lot. Remember, because Nancy Reagan was an actor before she was uh, the first lady, which is just amazing. And by the way, hey, I'm all for like, Nancy, get yours, man. Like, that's awesome. Like, I, I totally, there's nothing wrong with that. But like, just like, once again, in society, like I'm not loving Madonna's all of her little fun photo shoots she's doing, but like all power to her. But it is funny that like, remember, nobody is perfect, you guys. And nobody is living like a Puritan lifestyle, even if they want to like be held up as one. Like, it just... It's wild, but that made me laugh so much that Nancy Reagan is the throat goat of Hollywood. You know, I just didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Sorry, I'm recovering <laughs> a little bit of a cough. There's nothing wrong with being a throat goat. Like, good no. for her. Um, but yeah, it was just like the shaming, shaming Madonna thing that pissed people off. And Nancy Reagan was just catching strays on bullet and or catching stray <laughs> bullets on Twitter. And then it ended up, um, you know. Yeah, it's just Twitter did its thing on her. 
Nancy Reagan. Just like, poor, she, just like she did her thing on, yeah. on Dick's poor, back in the day. Poor Nancy Reagan is six feet under, just like she could take six feet down. Oh, oh my God. Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, hey, thoughts go out to Doja Cat, who has tested positive for COVID-19. Also, we have good news on top of that bad news. Dua Lipa has allegedly broken up with Shovel Face. Anwar Hadid is done. Good. I Good. will start to listen to Dua Lipa again. Really, honestly, I'm not yes. joking. That affected my my liking of Dua Lipa. Was I heard, yeah, I heard about that. And I heard that um, her and, I mean, this was like Demar, like a blind guy. I can't remember where I read it, but like her and Yolanda. Yolanda is like, you know, a helicopter mom. Yeah. So Yolanda getting in people's business. Not, and, I mean, not even talking about the Zane thing. I just, but we haven't, but isn't it funny? We haven't heard anything about the Zane thing lately. And since it, like, since the week it happened, we haven't heard anything. It's crickets. Yeah. I wonder why, actually. And finally, I have a huge recommendation to continue to watch this season of Real Housewives of Orange County. To me, it is awesome. Terry and Heather Dubrow are unhinged in the best way. There is a scene of the, and everybody's saying this was another setup scene of how did they not know that Nicole sued Terry younger? You know, like they think this is all set up. I don't care if it's set up. I'm loving it. Like I, the way they laughed in her face while she was crying. Like I love Shannon. The door is like always just like a stern face on. I love the new cast members, Dr. Jen. There's been some leaked text messages from Dr. Jen complaining about Bronwyn and Noella and saying how dare they vote for Biden. This seems like there's going to be a great season here. So jump on board. I will be recapping the second episode this Tuesday or tomorrow, uh, but you're liking it as well. Oh, I'm obsessed. It's that episode last week was like one of the best episodes ever. Like we had such terrible seasons for like three or four seasons in a row. And now Heather Dubrow is saving, saving the sinking ship. I love it. Yeah, I, I've really enjoyed both episodes so far. It doesn't take much to please me, though. And it's funny. Somebody will always bitch online about it, but I'm loving it. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Uh, Sophie, I hope you have the best week ever, even though it is ending on a low note for you this Sunday with the loss oh, of the Bengals. Um, okay. And I hope you do shower at some point tonight. Oh, uh, I showered. I showered already. Well, maybe another one's never going to hurt, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> It's in the, you guys follow Sophie on Twitter and Instagram. Hopefully Sophie has some big articles coming out. Um, we need big articles from Sophie. Hopefully that is in the works and uh, that's it. Uh, any other messages for the peeps? Um, no, love ya. Soak it up folks. Soak it up. By the way, is, is any listeners, are there any couples listening? Cause it would be cool if you guys, sent us a video, not a video, maybe an audio of soaking, like, like, oh, it's like a video. Are you what? asking people for like, no, 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 no. I said that already. Tapes? Well, I would like to, I just want somebody to soak and like, tell me about it. Sophie sent me a video, a YouTube video of this going, this guy going around the BYU campus asking what soaking was. And that's cool. Like, I love those videos. Like, let's ask as many people. Let's get this. Keep like, keep the soaking alive. But I want to talk to somebody personally that is soaked. So if you are that person, if you and your loved one would like to come on and be interviewed about soaking. And we can keep you anonymous, your name anonymous. Yeah, I would love to change your boy. Like, oh, I've, I've soaked. I've soaked many times. <laughs> I've soaked many times. I've soaked. Yeah, I would love to do that. But anyway, um, Okay, so you guys have a great week. I love you. I hope it's not going too crazy. Be safe out there still. Uh, I know this is lame to say, but COVID cases have gone shot way up. I know personal, I, I know uh, uh, my my 
best friend, Medita, her boss uh, just had a huge, horrible case of COVID, almost died. No joke, you guys. So please, please be safe. I know it sucks, but just please, please be safe. And that's it. And Sophie, I love you. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I soaked. I soaked. I soaked. I soaked. Oh, my God. been a long day this Thursday Got a long, long way to go It's been a long time since you come by And I only know the things that I know Had a bad month September October scared the hell out of me I get lonely in November but December's where I want to And there's reason to believe That maybe this year will be better than the last I can't remember the last thing that you said As you were leaving But now the days go by so fast And it's one more day up in the canyon. It's one more night in Hollywood If you think that I could be forgiven I wish you would Across a crowded room to see the way that light attaches to a girl. And it's one more day up in the canyons. And it's one more night in Hollywood. If you think you might come to California, I think you should. Talked a little while about the year. 
Guess the winner makes you laugh a little slower Makes you talk a little lower About the things you could not show her And it's been a long December And there's reason to believe Maybe this year will be better than the last I can't remember all Times I tried to tell myself to hold on to these moments as they pass. And it's one more day up in the canyons. And it's one more night in Hollywood. It's been so long since I've seen the ocean Well, I guess I should Na-na-na-na Batches.